trimmed with blue and red. He brings a professional record into the ring of 97 victories, 79 knockouts with only one loss and one draw. One of the finest in the history of boxing. In that record, he has won five world title bouts and is considered by many as one of the greatest fighters of the last half century. Ladies and gentlemen, Damas y Caballeros, con Culiacan, Mexico, presenting the five-time world champion and reigning WBC super lightweight champion of the world. Greetings, Grandstanders. Welcome to another edition of Grandstand Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the great American sport or the great sport of boxing. And well, well I said American because we're going to talk about how it relates to its history within America. Um, but uh, before we go any further, I'm going to introduce my partner in crime, the professor. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Doing fabulous. Beautiful Sunday morning. Yes. Um, that's, that's, we got some rain here in the in 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 the Southland. Um, how, how are you? How, how's how are things out there? Good. No no rain. Nice nice sunny day. Cold but sunny, which is actually my my favorite. Cold and sunny works. Yeah. Um, any 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 other happenings going on over there in 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 uh, New York City in in the Bronx or something like that? Um, no, not much, you know, Bernie and Hillary are, are battling right now, their, uh, election coming up over here, and so, um, that's kind of been, been in the news lately, they're, they're campaigning locally, or at least, I actually, I don't even know what Hillary's doing here, I, I know Bernie's been campaigning pretty hard all, all throughout multiple boroughs. So would it really be an upset if, if, uh, if Bernie beats her in New York, because I mean, technically is a New Yorker, was he from New York, or where is he from New York? Yeah, he's from Brooklyn. He's from. Um, he grew up in in Midwood, Brooklyn, which mm-hmm. um, used to be a predominantly Jewish neighborhood, and uh, now is a predominantly Russian neighborhood. Um, uh, so yeah, no, he's. I mean, uh, all you have to do is listen to him, and you can you can hear he's definitely a, a Brooklynite. But um, right. Right. Uh, no, I dude, that's what I wonder too. Is um, uh, whose home turf is this really more? You know, is this really, is this because I mean, New York is is you know Hillary is pretty New York, um, right. so I'm not sure who who would be the the upset in this one. Wouldn't that be a, like a perfect? Wouldn't that be like if the, if they were boxers? Wouldn't this be make for a perfect narrative? Oh yeah, yeah. No, and they're that's they're the the, the fight is getting the the fight's getting intense between them now. Yeah, as far as like. As far as the backstory, because that that is that is a a major part of the narrative of boxing is the backstory leading up to it, especially in the in the in the modern version, uh, the the pay per view version of boxing, and that's you know one of the one of the many things we want to talk about um, um, about boxing and and what what place it has in the American sports landscape, and why did boxing go from being one of the number one spectator sports at one point to all of a sudden, being kind of on the fringes and, and kind of, you know, as as we have been talking, uh, a non-mainstream sport, so to speak. Not many people really. I mean, people I think uh, get together uh, and 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 
and and go to the bar and pay lots of money to watch a, a pay-per-view event but uh, that's only really because of the mass uh, uh, advertisement that gets people too interested in these things but real true boxing fans there's very few few of them left um, and that's kind of one of the things we want to discuss today but before we get into that whole thing um, uh, this was kind of alluded to or or, or talked about in uh, an article or an essay written in the in the blog about how grandstand so to speak was born um, it's born from different it came together from different areas but one of the, the places where this conversation began was at a bar in in, in where in, in Times Square maybe? Where's that James Yeah, Square? yeah. Yeah, we were in the that was in the heart of, of Times Square, little uh little hidden gem in the midst of all the the shenanigans that is Times Square. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is the middle of July. There was uh yeah, it was it was as a zoo or a jungle as as Mandy or as the professor calls it. So we went into this this really beautiful um bar, dark, cool, uh, as in, as in refreshing, um, and drank some Budweiser's and tequila shots and surrounded by images of prize fighters of, of the greats of boxing. And, um, you know, it was really poignant because, uh, although I consider myself a baseball guy and I think Manny would too, I think Boxing is right there, even before soccer, as one of the sports that you and I were introduced to as 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 uh, as children. And so we'll start with that, Manny, uh, Professor. If you want to kind of get into a little bit about your experiences with boxing and how you came to be a let's call ourselves a spectator of the sport. Um, yeah, I guess it was. It is similar to to soccer. Um, b- boxing was just. Um it was just what you, it was what was on, like, as a little kid, it was, it was, um, when we would gather as a family, um, we'd gather for multiple reasons, um, whether it be birthdays or, or whatever, you know, other events, and, and boxing was one of them, boxing was just one of those, it was just part of the ritual of, of growing up, was, um, every few months, uh, we'd all gather, and there would be, um, there would be a fight that 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 would be on the TV, and as a little kid, I didn't really pay too much. My main concern was just playing. Like I was just playing with right. with you know with with Ralph and you know all the, the other the cousins, um, and um, but it was just I think it, it it was just there, you know, like um, um, and I think like to this day, um, there is nothing. Um, just the sound, like the sound of of Larry Merchant's voice, of Jim Lampley's voice, um, is just it. It is so just nostalgic, and so um, it just gives me a type of comfort that that um, that I can't. I don't. I can't say this for any other sport. Like it in no other sport can I. Like ever, I grew up listening to Jim Lamp, Jim Lampley and Larry Merchant's voice, like from a very young age. Um, right. and, and to this day, and, you know, and I still do, uh, Merchant, not so much, but Lampley is still, um, and that's been one of my big complaints with, with, or one of my, what I don't, you know, as, as boxing has moved to Showtime has, has, um, uh, played a more, more prevalent role in, 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 uh, promoting boxing and, in, in, in televising boxing, um, rather than HBO. And so when show Jim Lampley is an HBO guy, 
um, watching a boxing, watching a bout without listening to Jim Lampley's voice is very, it's, it just feels off to me. It just doesn't feel right. Um, but so, so yeah, I mean, that's, I, I just, it, it was just something I, I was, I was born into it, you know? And, um, um, uh, as, as I got older, I came to gradually pay attention more, actually sit down and start watching it. Um, and the more I watched it, the more I, I just kind of appreciated all the nuances and the, and, and the true, it, it really is, um, it's an art, man. It's, it's such a beautiful, um, it's, it's, it, it truly is a, a ballet, uh, watching two, two prize fighters, um, dance. Absolutely. And, and I want to talk about the ballet aspects of it in a little bit. Um, but before I do that, you know, you bring up, you bring up, I think a really, 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 I think good point about uh, the, the 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 narrative. You know, when you have a, something about uh, when you're watching a, when you're watching a, a sport and, and boxing, I see. I would agree with you because when you say Larry Merchant and Jim Lampley, and then you know, I'll, I'll take it. I don't know if you ever got to experience um, um, uh, boxing in Spanish. You know. Um, you know Sonia Larcon, and uh, and uh, uh, there was another. There was another very famous. My father would be upset at me right now for not remembering his name, but there was so much prose and poetry in the way they described these two men beating the shit out of each other, basically. And I know it sounds really lame to to put it in, but I agree with what you're saying, and and you just made me. Th- you just made me think back when I was a kid. I remember sitting there with my father watching uh, uh, Saturday night fights from Plaza Mexico and all these boxers who, who, you know, my father would follow and knew about. And then eventually they would get to, to become bigger fighters. And, and these were mostly, obviously all of them, uh, Mexican fighters. Um, and it was one, it was cool to see the progression and to hear my father say, Hey, uh, this guy is really good, and you know this guy is good because he does this and because he does that. Um, that was one part of it, and then later seeing him, you know, in some in the undercard of a big pay per view match. Um, but it was the the sounds. I think you really you really you really hit on something really important there. The the narrative, the way the story is told, and maybe there's something about boxing that it, it lends itself to that. And for me, it was the same as what you're saying, Manny. It started with you know these family gatherings. And I do remember <laughs> the whole entire family, the grandma, the aunts, the kids, we'd all sit and watch two men beat the shit out of each other. And we'd cheer for the guy that we were cheering for. And all the while, we're, we're basically rooting for violence, which I thought was really, um, really just a, 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 to me, it was a, 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 a beautiful thing because I have really fond memories of, of going to somebody's family's house to watch uh, it, one of, at that time, I think mostly we were getting together for for Cesar Chavez, Julio Cesar Chavez. Is that is that what, is that how you would call it? Yeah, yeah. Which talking to 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 Don Mario, my father, you know, I asked him. I said, "Who was your who was your favorite fighter?" And uh, he immediately he said uh, Chavez. And then he's like, he just kind of sat there and thought, and then he says, "No, no, no." He says, "I have." I have I have a guy who I think I like more than Chavez, and and then he's like kind of just kind of sitting there, and he says, man, he's like Salvador Sanchez. Do you know who Salvador Sanchez is, Manny? Um, yeah, yeah, I never really watched him, but um, 
but yes, I know of him. And, you know, he said he was a brawler. He was technical. He had finesse. He was elegant. And he could dance. Um, and you mentioned dancing and moving around. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm gonna move into something, and and uh, we we can we can we don't have to spend too much time on it, Professor. But um, one of the things that uh, let's talk here, uh, let's compare it to MMA, mixed uh, martial arts. Uh, one of the things that that uh, to me is not appealing about MMA is one that I think it's brutal, and and I'm gonna use the Austin Hughes word here, vulgar. Um, <laughs> There's no dancing. There's no, there's no poetry with the feet, so to speak, you know? And, and that, is like, that is a huge part of, 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 of boxing. And, and, you know, I always think of it as boxing I think of as dancing and MMA I think of as kicking. And I, I, I sometimes, for me, it's difficult because getting back to the prose and, and poetry elements of it, I don't. I don't necessarily see that that prose and that poetry. And and is is there something you'd like to comment with regard to that, Professor? Um, yeah. So so I agree in that. Um, um, I'm I'm not a fan of MMA. Um, I I just I, I I guess I can't say that I can't get into it. Uh, admittedly, I have I've just made no effort to get into it. Um, but I think you know I, I think this goes back to what we we talked about. Maybe a few episodes ago, um, where it comes down to unlocking, you know mm-hmm. the um, I th- I I'm pretty sure just listening to people who do enjoy MMA, there is a, a poetry to it. There is a I'm sure, yes. there there is um, you know boxing is called the sweet science or is referred to as you know the the, the sweet science of boxing. Um, um, that does exist in MMA. Um, I we just can't see it as as outsiders who have not sat down to to really try to truly understand it, um, um, and and I think part of the reason why I don't want to make the effort to to understand it is because um, uh, boxing, you know, I didn't choose in a way like I don't I didn't choose boxing. Boxing kind of chose me in the sense of um, uh, not not as a boxer, but as, as as a fan of it because like like we were just saying, like I was born into a family that that's that's just what we did. Um, and so, and so I got hooked, like I'm hooked and that's it. Like I, I'm, I'm a fan of boxing and, and, and always will be. Um, uh, but that's, that's, a, as, um, that's the limit. I'd, I'd rather, uh, cut off my, my barbaric, uh, spectating there. And, and <laughs> I, I don't want to, like, I'd rather not, not add to it. Um, and, and so I'm, cho- I choose not to get into MMA with, from the, the bits and pieces I've seen of it. It, it seems it does, uh, look very like the, the, they're not wearing gloves. The fact that they wear those little, little tiny little padded gloves and are punching each other and are kicking each other. Like that's just mm-hmm. too, it's too much for me to handle. Um, but the th- MMA involves, um, there's a whole lot of grappling involved, um, and and then so that and then when it comes to that that's just boring like right. that that um um i think it's the same way a casual uh, someone who doesn't follow boxing will watch a boxing bout your typical boxing bout and be bored by it because they're just kind of dancing around 
Um, but, but, but because we've unlocked it, we can, we can appreciate that. Um, where with, with MMA, I think you have to get to a point of understanding to be able to appreciate all the grappling that's going on. And, and, um, I just, I, I don't want, I, I don't care for it, but obviously a lot of people do because MMA is a, um, it's, it's on the rise. And if anything, it, it's, it being on the rise could, could complement boxing, but it also could be, could contribute to why boxing is, is, um, not as, as popular as it, as it once was. One of the questions we, we asked at the beginning is why did uh, boxing go from being uh, like holding, captivating, having America's attention? You know, in, 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 in its heyday, boxing was the sport. It was like baseball. Uh, it, was, it wasn't a natural pastime because well, it was violent and, and most people don't want to associate a pastime to violence. But it was the, one of the major spectator sports and it was big. Um, and, and I, I, you know, I was in, in speaking to, to, to the, to, to, to the Don again, to, to Don Mario, I said, so tell me what you think is, is, is the thing that, that, um, that, 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 that changed with regard to, uh, Americans losing interest in boxing. And the first thing he said is, uh, find out when pay-per-view started. And you'll find out when the decline of boxing started, and that's one. And I'm gonna, I want you to respond in whichever order you want, Professor. But that's one. The other one was, he says, you know, when the white and black rivalry ended, some, you know, boxing started to decline as well. And you know, we talk about this all the time on Grandstand about how uh, this, 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 uh, we, 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 we put it in terms of nationalism, but we also can put it in terms of regionalism. When you feel like like you have you're you're some kind of you're some kind of some kind of stake because of uh, in 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 rooting for something because you identify with it beyond just you know it being the team that represents your city but maybe you feel like that team represents you in a in a in an even more in a even more uh, a more a more deeper way or deeper uh, yeah deeper manner you you become really really. In, in, immersed in it and therefore your fandom kind of becomes more impassioned but anyways he said that when the white and black uh, 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 rivalry ended it, it kind of it did a lot to boxing it changed boxing and um, what do you think of that professor uh, so, so I guess I'll, I'll, I'll start with the the pay-per-view uh, mm-hmm. which I, that uh, yeah I, th- I think there's there's no question that that was part of the that that hit boxing um, uh, it's it's prevalence um, hard in that you know now rather than you know it, it being something that everyone can watch on network television and on primetime television um, now you have to pay to watch the sports uh, most you know elite premier fights um, so that in itself you're already cutting off um, you know a major, a major sector of the of, of the population mm-hmm. um so that definitely i mean and, that, and that's why what they're trying to do now with the with the pbc with the al Heyman's um al Heyman's current uh brand of boxing where he's trying to the whole goal of it is to bring boxing back to network television um and and so um that along with combine that with the fact that uh, there's no central governing body in boxing. 
It's like mm. so. Aside from the fact that you have um, the the advent of, of of boxing going into pay per view, but then you have the fact that you have uh, WBC, WBO, WBA, the uh, whatever like uh, what's the uh, IBF. Right. Um, that in itself, and then within all of those, you have like like over fifteen weight classes. And and so you have all these belts for all of this, like, you know, and so and and even to this day, I don't fully understand. Like when when I see a guy come out and he's got like twelve belts, and <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's you know? It's hard to keep up with, um, and so that in itself, uh, you know, uh, hit. I think is is hurting. Boxing needs needs just like one central, you know, like the NFL. The MLB, the NBA, you know, um, rather than all these different ones, which then compete with each other, which then you know, it's 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 a mess. It's it's boxing is a is it boxing is is been standing in its own way, um, of of gaining you know getting back into the mainstream, um, and so then with the as far as the and and there's yeah. a, and there's a there's 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 no desire to to bring it together and unify it in some way because. So there's so much of what goes on in boxing operates in the shadows. I mean, so much money yep. is made in the shadows of the of of the sport, and so therefore, to to bring it all together and 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 allow it to be more like closely scrutinized on a national level, it, that that cuts into a lot of profit that can be made, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, which then is the other, the, the, and so that's the other aspect of of something that's hurt boxing in in the eyes of Americans is. Um, the very known fact that it's still so corrupt, and, and the reason it's it remains to be so corrupt is because it lacks a central governing body, um, and 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 so we all know that you know uh, uh, boxing can very is still rigged in many ways, um, just simply by the fact that um, you know if you're a promoter, say for example like a Don King, um, or today's promoters, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Bob Arum and mm-hmm. and Oscar De Hoya, whoever, you know, you as a promoter, you set up a fight. Um, and then you arrange for who the judges for this fight's going to be. And, and, and as a promoter, you fly these judges out, you wind them, you dine them. Um, and, and you basically let them know, like, um, and, and I read this story that detailed like the weekends that a judge, um, uh, is provided by, <laughs> by the promotion. Um, and, and it's just like, it's basically, so if, if you want to judge, so if you want to keep judging a Bob Arum promoted fight, um, Bob Arum expects you, hopes that you judge it a certain way. Um, and and so if you do, well, uh, you know that uh, you, you how, whenever there's a major fight that, you, that, that you're going to be judging for him, you're going to get set up in the nicest hotel in Vegas. Um, and just get all of these luxuries. Yes. Um, so it's like, well, shit, dude, if I want to keep having this, these types of weekends, getting wine and dine like this, um, I, I better, <laughs> I need to know my role. Right. Um, so just that, I mean, and, and, and people know this about boxing. So, um, so that, that doesn't, um, help. Uh, but as far as the, the, the black white, um, that rivalry ending, um, I do think there is some truth to that. But it's always like when when you've had white boxers, they've they're they've still like had a like an ethnic affiliation, 
you know, this so so whether it be like Italians or Irish. And so there was still, I mean, that's and even still now, that is a yeah. big, that is a big major part of it. Even with any white fighter there, there's yep. you know, you know, there's there's a there's a connection to 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 the city, which implies a certain ethnicity, right? Fighting out of Boston, you're Irish. Fighting out of Philly, you're Italian, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, uh, like a couple of years ago, uh, Pacquiao fought this a boxer named Chris Algieri, and Chris Algieri is like the most I had never like. I'm not sure I've ever seen a, a fighter at, at that fighting in a pay-per-view event who was like he was just your he was a kid from the suburbs like that was his thing like he was just a kid from the suburbs who had like a master's degree from like he went to college at at a in Long Island like he grew up in Long Island went to college in Long Island um um and was just happy. He was just happened to be this middle class suburban kid who happened to be really athletic and good at boxing. Um, aside from him, I cannot think of the last time I've I've ever seen a a white middle class suburban boxer like that. <laughs> um, and so they've all yes. Yeah, so they've always been like. There's always there's always this ethnic tie and 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 coming you know and and, and uh, working class backgrounds and. Um, um, but I don't I don't know if it's so much that that the white black rivalry has ended because a, a black fighter would still be fight, whether it be fighting the Italian or the Irish. Now the white, the black fighters fight the, the Mexicans, um, or the, now there's a rise in the Eastern Europeans. Um, but, um, I think what, what really did it is, is the end of, of heavyweight American heavyweight champions. Uh-huh. And I think that's like, Americans want fucking big. They want, um, they, and and to your dad's point, they want they um, they don't casual fans don't want to sit through and see a beautiful a beautiful fight. They want to see people getting their ass kicked, and 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 that's why they loved Mike Tyson, because um, he was just he was grotesque, dude. Like he was he was brutal in the way he would destroy people. But um, after Mike Tyson, and then there was Holyfield, I think. Yeah, right. and then maybe right. and Lennox Lewis. Right. Um, that was it. After that, it was a wrap for 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 boxing. Because... And then, uh, and then the the very brief George Foreman. For yeah, the 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 baby boomers uh, one last final hurrah. Yeah, yeah, and so and I think and and I think that's the 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 fighters who are carrying the sport today, um, are are Hispanic. Um, and and May- Mayweather is the only American fighter that is still relevant. And and he's I guess maybe perhaps kind of sort of retired, um, but the big difference is we're we're talking featherweights, welterweights, right. middleweights at the at the highest you know maybe maybe super middleweights. But um, um, I think that's where where Americans tuned out is Americans want have American have and it could be it could be an Irish guy, it could be a, a black dude, um, um. But they want heavyweights, and and the and the premier heavyweight fighters today are Ukrainians, uh, the Klitschkos, and no right. one, and and no one cares for that. Um, and do you think do you think that that I mean is it, I guess, without overstating something that we've already talked about here, but really does it get down to you know maybe Americans have better things to do with themselves than to beat each other up, uh, and maybe in America boxing is not so popular anymore because kids are maybe not told not to. Use your words. Don't be a bully. <laughs> don't uh, don't fight. So therefore, uh, maybe 
don't, that might be playing into don't, it. Don't slide aggressively into second base. <laughs> don't slide. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah, I think that is that is a part of it because um, boxing is a working – boxing is a sport of the underclass. Um, right. So the white fighter disappeared the moment they started getting educated. Yes. Do you, do you think there's truth to that? Absolutely. Say, I, I say it. We say it. We talk about it. But there is there is definite truth to that. Yes? Most definitely. I think um, if, if you want to know if, – if, if you want to determine um, – you know, sociologists have all these ways of determining who's a minority group or not. Mm-hmm. Um, if I ever publish a, a, a textbook, uh, my definition for minority group will be, uh, do you still have fighters, elite fighters in boxing? <laughs> and if you do, you are still, that's, you're still, your, your group is still a minority group. <laughs> we are definitely, uh, Mexicanos are definitely a minority group. I think we rule all, all the lower or the lower weight classes, right? Mexicans, they're, they're, they're one of the top dogs. Yeah, I think, um, and I think that's part of the reason why why I have such a affinity for boxing too is because it's it's the only sport that I know what it feels like to win, like to <laughs> to win, and but like win, you know, we we the Padres will win, the Green Team will win games, but but as far as winning the the ultimate prize, yeah, um, boxing doesn't require like winning a season. It's just it's just winning that one big fight. Every, every fight is 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 billed as the Super Bowl. Right. And um and as Mexicans we have a lot of a lot of wins under our belt when it comes to those major um those major fights. So then uh, staying with identity, um th- there's a there's a currently there's a a, a uh, fighter in the circuit, uh, Canelo. Um wh- what is his first name? Saul. Saul. Saul Hernandez. Alvarez. Alvarez. See? Saul El Canelo Alvarez. Uh, he's a kid from Guadalajara. Yeah. Uh, good-looking kid. He they call him Canelo because he literally looks like a piece of cinnamon because he's kind of fair-skinned. And uh, uh, for those of you who have never had um, canela con leche, so you make a, a cinnamon tea and then you add a little milk to it, and that color that it gets uh, uh, with the milk and the canela, it's like so. It's like a like a deep deep burgundy red with white turns it into like this pinkish color and that's what Canelo looks like which don't you think so yeah 100% he looks Irish yeah he does look Irish so anyways Canelo is is uh is one of these boxers and and um uh just just to to connect the the dots here one thing we've talked about is how um in the future sports will be will be scripted in such a way that uh, we will decide the the outcomes of the end of the season let's just say like the NFL will be decided way in advance and one of the theories we've uh, proposed here is that it's not going to be straight up rigging it's just going to be a full on manipulation kind of like what you've been hearing now with uh, the way that promoters manipulate the outcomes of a fight via the courting of the judges or via the you know the, I don't know if most people know this but rings there's there's no one size that a ring needs to be is that true many is that true professor depending on the type of you know the dimensions of it the size differ from fight to fight are you aware of that? Uh, yeah, I don't know the details of it, but but yeah, yeah, the the rings are are not always the same size. Yes, yeah, so you can imagine if you're a, a fighter that likes to run, how a big ring would be a, a good addition to you winning that fight. Or if you're a fighter that likes to to brawl, then a small ring would definitely play to your advantage. Um, so just one of the millions of things that 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 
boxing has and lends itself to scripting. So Canelo is one of these characters that has been fully scripted. His his boxing career, uh, some would argue, some would say, uh, that has it has basically he's uh, what we call a paper champion. Uh, we you you promote this guy and you angle him and you set him up to fight in, in fighters at at certain times of their careers and of the fighter of the of Canelo's career so that the outcomes are favorable to this character that they're promoting. And although one very easily it, it, it's I wouldn't put it past uh, any boxer to throw a fight because that's just a common. A common perception that people have of boxing, but more than that, it's it's the way they arrange these bouts with the judges, with the rings, with the state athletic commissions, with the, all the, the the outside factors that can lead to making somebody like Canelo, who is a Mexican fighter, but not so much a, liked by the Mexican school. Um, would you say Canelo is a, a, a perfect a, a perfect uh, a, a avatar for that idea of of a paper champion of, of through promotion you can create a champion? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he he is he he is a product of Televisa and and um, and they and they and they did a they've done a damn good job of 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 building him and um, and making people care about him uh, as has Golden Boy. Um, his his promote so Oscar Eloy is his promoter, um, yeah. And so I think for purist fans, I, I'll you know I know your 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 dad who's a um, who I don't know if you've mentioned. I mean you keep uh, referencing him because he is um, he's as, as as knowledgeable about about the sport as as, he's as, as a person as, as, that we as, know as a person that we know and possibly and I'm not just saying this. I'm not trying to be funny here. Uh, I listen to to to. Uh, boxing on the television with him like listen to announcers and i listen to the talking heads on the major tv networks and he always not only has his finger on the pulse but many often many times will tell me things before anybody else realizes this um i i've all, i've often said that he has he is missing the train by not being a trainer to young kids because he knows the sport uh i would challenge i would i would say he could go toe-to-toe with with the finest minds in, in boxing. He is he is a true, very knowledgeable uh, man when it comes to boxing. So yes, yeah, no, uh, he, he he is, and and um, and so a, a fan like him is not he's not a fan of Canelo because um, because he can smell bullshit um, when it comes to as far as you know is, is this guy really truly a, a a great fighter or is he more of a is does he make for a great spectacle? And um, and and so I don't think you know there, there's uh, there's fans like your dad who who they love the craft like that's that's what he loves um, and and in that's I mean it's actually very telling that that his favorite fighter is um, uh, like Salvador Sanchez like like that's 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 you know um, that he would pick him over Chavez because right. Ch- Chavez is like the blockbuster you know he's the mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so. Um, so yeah, so fans like that are not fans of 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 uh, Canelo because um, Canelo has become a star through through the mass media, um, just as much if not more, probably arguably more that has played a bigger role in his stardom than than what he does inside of the ring. Right, and there's something uh, about opportunities not taken with Canelo, and 
and that's you know talking about uh, smelling the bullshit and and you know something about boxing that you know we, as we were preparing for the show I, I kept thinking about boxing and about how uh, when when you lose a when you lose to an opponent uh, whether it's a, in a foot race or in a uh, a, a, a a shooting basketball shooting contest, whatever the competition is. Um, when you fight another man and you lose to that man, not only do you have the the disgrace of having to have lost, but also there's an element of your ego being brutally destroyed by the fact that some other mammal is is more dominant and stronger than you and outwitted you or basically in the one thing that you might have as far as dignity which is like your 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 mammalian primitive instinct now it's been completely like destroyed by this other man and i feel like psychologically no other sport well maybe you could or any sport that involves i guess fighting but boxing because we're speaking about boxing no other sport has that that extra level or layer of 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 defeat. What do you think of that, Professor? <laughs> that, yeah, that's 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 a good point. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that that's true. I mean, it, it really gets down to um, primitive competition in its in its most you know purest form. Um, but now, but so you said, I mean, the the one that we could compare to this would be MMA, um, where it's kind of the same the same deal, right? Um, but you know the the difference um with MMA that uh, to circle this back to to the you said earlier um yeah. you know the the you know what what is it that you know what, what may, your your dad believes that that people Americans are becoming more are are going in the direction of MMA more because it's more um cuz they want that type of more of that barbaric savagery right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but I, th- I think what, what makes um, the reason why you have more people going into MMA is because um, uh, with boxing, I mean, how do, you, how do you become a boxer? You have to start, like, you have to go to a boxing gym. Right. Um, and how many parents um, are going to send their kids to, to a boxing gym? Um, and with, with MMA, you know, it's... it's aside from the shooting aspect of it, there's a lot of grappling and wrestling involved. And so a lot of the people that go into MMA, um, they already have the fundamentals because they did wrestling in, in school. Right. Uh, or some other martial art. Or some other, exactly. Um, you know, it's it's completely different to to take your kid to the boxing gym and to, and to sign up little kids to do karate. Um, so, yes. um And so I think that's, you know, uh, as far as your 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 point of of the that that type of um, you know that that extra layer of of, of ego that is involved mm-hmm. in the competition in boxing, I think it's an MMA as well. But but I but I think the reason why MMA is becoming more more popular is is in that um is is that it's it's it, kids are being primed for it in a way that that kids are not being primed for 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 boxing. Hey, I have a solution to the to how we get mothers to take their kids to boxing to the boxing gym. You set up uh, Floyd Mayweather schools um, where you teach the Floyd the Floyd Mayweather method, where there's all you're doing is defending. <laughs> Isn't that what you do in karate anyway? Self defense. That's, that's true, dude. and you just bill it as um, teaching kids self defense from um, from the terrorists. Exactly, 
Exactly. And it looks, I think, prettier than karate. Um, Boxy? It, it's a, yeah. 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 Less 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 of the blocky movements and more of the of the ballet, which is really what it is. And I think we started this conversation because I said that uh, boxing is, is 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 boxing is to baseball what MMA is to football. Um, would you agree or disagree, Professor? Yeah, yeah, I like that. And it, it's um, you know. The, the 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 thing that I, I just I really have recently can't say that I've gotten back in the boxing. I've gotten back into asking questions about boxing. And the more now that I'm removed from it and not so emotionally attached, I was really emotionally attached to the great Mexican fighters that fought when I was a kid, you know, Marquez, uh, Chiquita Gonzalez, Maromero Pais. Oh my god, yeah. The Maromero Pais <laughs> was one of the just YouTube Maromero Pais, Jorge Pais, P A E Z. This guy was a circus clown who apparently could kick some ass and decided, well, fuck it, I'm gonna leave the circus act behind and I'm gonna just be a boxer. And he was a, he was a excellent boxer if i think if he had taken it more seriously he's a fucking clown for christ's sake if he had taken it more seriously a clown or a juggler do you know what he was um i'm not sure i, I assume just a clown in the circus though and 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 he 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 became a boxer and he became a successful boxer and he he was really adept and he but the the thing about him is he'd wear these gigantic shorts and really <laughs> colorful i mean he was a colorful character he was like the jorge campos of boxing yeah and he'd do like uh, ridiculous stuff with his hair yeah and he would do like funny shit in the ring and i mean he was just he was he was a pleasure to watch but so i i've been getting back into it from a more technical side from a more from a more um less as a well yeah i guess i'm still a spectator but less impassioned and more asking these questions that I wasn't asking before. And I sit with Mario Sr. and I ask about, you know, <clears throat> I ask about doing, uh, doing uh, work, uh, you know, working the, working the corner, working the ropes, uh, the, you know, basically all those tiny details that make uh, part of the narrative of boxing. And, and it really, it really is this, a beautiful thing that needs to not go away because it, 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 I think when it's all said and done, it really speaks a lot about who we are as, as, as humans, as, as, uh, as, as, as primitive mammals. And as Mario Sr. Uh, said last night when I was talking to him, he says, listen, man, we are, we are, we are, we are primitive beings. I don't, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with this. I'm just, you know, repeating what he said. He says, we're primitive. We're violent by nature, he says. But just because we're violent by nature doesn't mean we have to act like savages when we settle our disputes. And I think boxing provides an outlet for that. And yes, I mean, it is brutal. And a lot of these guys end up brain dead because of all the punching to the head. But I think there's ways to curtail that and to, and to ameliorate that. Um, anything you want to add to that, Professor? Um, no, I mean, there's, there's, there's not much more I could add. I mean, that, that is, I, uh, I agree. I mean, that is, um, people are always, uh, people are always going to want that outlet. I mean, we are always, since we have always appreciated, uh, 
watching two people um, beat each other up. And right. um, and and the only what, what's what's changing now, uh, we've it has been, this has been something that's always been, um, it's been ours as men, you know. That's that's uh, it's it's combat sports has been and sports in general has been something that you know men have kind of just uh, taken right. ownership of, and and right. what we're starting to see now in 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 all combat sports. Um, even in even in fake professional wrestling is in the um, military. Um, in the, yeah, yep. Um, is 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 now women are being given the opportunity to show that 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 they can they can get down too. Um, right. And uh, but but so yeah, I I I think um, and and it's it'll be interesting to see how how it plays out because um, it's you know I I think a big part of boxing is just the the forming of of bonds. And as, as far as, um, you know, we, we, I mean, you're sitting here, you, you, you had, it's funny that you talked to your dad. Just, I coincidentally, I, I talked to my dad as well. Um, and then, and that's when I found out, um, which I think is the same with you. Like I, I yeah. in, in talking to him, I was like, oh, you're going to go watch the, the, there was a, a boxing, pa- Manny Pacquiao fought last night. Um, and it's like, oh, you're going to go watch the fight. Um, which that kind of shocked me. It was like, wow, man, these, these guys are true fans, man. Cause no one else is. No, I mean, Hispanics really are carrying the sport right now, um, in that they're willing, like the country that they're yeah, they're they're they are willing to pay the probably like sixty dollars for that fight uh, that America was not at all interested in. Um, but so in talking to that and in, in, in talking to him, I was thinking about and then just the fact that you talked to your dad. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 whole father son bond is such a integral part of boxing. Um, not, ju- not just as far as the bond that is, you know, uh, most, many of us, if not most of us get introduced to the sport through our fathers. And it's something that it's, it's one of the bonds that we have, you know, in our relationships with our fathers. Right. Um, right. and so we, we have that in the grandstand, but then even in the sport, you don't, I do not think that you, I, I can't think maybe I'm, I'm missing it, but, um, I don't think there's any other sport where you see a father-son duo um, together the way you do in boxing. Like, in what other right. sport do you see a father side-by-side side with his son um, sometimes fighting another father side-by-side side with his son? You know, because right. pe- <laughs> people see boxing as, a, as two guys going at it, but it's, it's, a, it's two teams, really. It's a team. And, it's a team, um, yes. Yeah, and, um, and, and, and the, 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 the other, you know, if, if there's a, a pilot and a co-pilot on that team, it's, 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 the, it's the prize fighter and the trainer. And 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 to me, that's one of the most beautiful things in sport is is in, in boxing is is the the father son training uh, trainer fighter dynamic and um, um, and then we have to as as view as spectators in order to become invested, we kind of have to form a bond with 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 the fighter and maybe the trainer as well, right. um, and the the and in a way that's what they've done well with with Canelo is. Um, they've created a good story that people can bond with and people can connect to him. And, and as long as you're connected to a fighter, as long as you're invested in them, um, you're, you know, you'll be, you'll, you'll be, you'll want to watch their fights. And and that's what, um, I think that's what boxing is trying to do right now is do a better job of making, uh, making people feel emotion, emotionally bonded to, to the stories behind the fighters. 
Right, and 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 it's a good thing that the the women are are fighting because then that now it becomes all inclusive. Right, and and it and it and it, and, it, and then I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be ridiculous here. Uh, I would say that boxing is one of those sports where the women really like you can watch two women fight, and you know it's still not like watching two men, but it's it's pretty it's pretty entertaining. Uh, uh, um, there's there's some good. Uh, it's interesting. What do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I, um, I've I've only watched um, one MMA fight my whole life, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, a Ronda Rousey fight. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I I couldn't tell as I was watching. I wasn't thinking like, mm, like this is so much. Uh, this is so slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't know because uh, I don't. I I've never really watched right. guys do it. But um, for me, I I felt like I was watching. Um, I was watching two elite athletes compete and um and so and so yeah and so and and right and and that's that was the the point i I wanted to make was um um you know now it's been something that has bonded fathers and sons for so long you know it it could be a a form of bonding for for women as well that would be really cool um to get the the father-daughter combo and the mother the mother-son combo imagine a mother training a mexican guy mexican fighter well, have you seen? Dude, there has been a, the the like two three fights ago, um, uh, Canelo fought this a boxer named James Kirkland. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, and Kirkland is trained by a woman. That's beautiful. How? Awesome. Yeah, dude. I mean, and and she's she's no joke, man. She is she's considered one of the most uh, brutal trainers as far as like <laughs> the yeah like what she puts her fighters through. The so the, the 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 thing again is is that it's a it's um grandstanders can agree with me or not but the point is fighting is a part of our uh, of our mammalian uh, 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 um, makeup DNA makeup I think um, I think I think uh, the issue is that we've we haven't come up with creative solutions to to uh, to not fight all the time but I think fighting is a part of our of who we are as humans. And I think what you're saying earlier about this bond is that, you know, that there's like a very primitive thing that you learn from your father. He may not, he may not put the boxing gloves on with you, but he teaches you about defense and about how to attack and how to survive in this, in this, in this, um, in this, in this reality. And and boxing is a is a perfect poetic extension of that. I just I don't see like you were saying earlier. I don't see mothers. You know, dropping their kids off at the at the boxing gym on Tuesday and then t- at soccer practice on Wednesday, um, <laughs> because it just I don't I just don't think it appeals to people in the same way. But I think um, boxing is is I think one of the most physically demanding sports. Uh, maybe you could argue that cycling is, uh, maybe uh, soccer, but I think boxing. I would say boxing is the most physically demanding. Um, of of all the sports, because you're running for 45 minutes, and or or you're supposed to, and you're also getting punched at the same time and punching. If you've ever tried to just run and punch at the same time, that's really hard. Now try running and punching and then getting punched at the same time. I can't think of a more physically strenuous activity than that. So you could just send your kids to the gym so they can just work out and and and. Uh, and stay shape, stay in shape, and in case they run into a heavy somewhere in a corner, they they could kick his ass and <laughs> and, and solve their issues that way. Uh, anything you would add to that, to how to solve the let's get more of the little leaguers to sign up for boxing? 
No, no. Let's let's we we actually we need more kids in little league. That's true. I mean the the football player kids. Ah, uh, um, shit, man. We we might find out that that all those football kids are 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 ending up uh, worse off than than the boxers. Yeah, although I did hear something uh, uh, in some report that if you if you take the the active ingredient in in omega three the fish oil, it staves off or it like it it protects against brain injury the 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 concussions the the CTE thing. So all these football players and all the colleges are are now pounding shots of fish oil before every game. I think that's really funny. Oh, dude, they probably fucking stink. That's what I'm saying, dude. It smells like fucking fish in the goddamn locker room. <laughs> I'm gonna sign off, Manny, unless you got something else. No, no, that's um, off to we'll we'll await uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend for Canelo versus uh, the British. I think he's Pakistani, uh, Amir Khan. Oh yeah. So uh, one final note on that is that the, the so so what so I said uh, Mario Senior what what is it about Canelo he's like Canelo had his chance against Cotto and this is the kind of analysis that we appreciate at Grandstand he says he had his chance he says but he fought like a champ who had already had a lot of fights and who had earned the right to to kind of toy with another opponent he says he didn't go out there. He's like, he's in the prime of his career. He should be going out there to prove that he's the best. And he just fought like, like he just fought like he thought he, you know, his shit didn't stink. And those are the subtle things, the subtle things, subtle parts of the narrative that I think, um, taking it back to the beginning, that the, it's not just the, the two guys fighting. It's the, the narrative, the sound of Larry Merchant and Jim Lampley, Sonia Larcon, it's the it's sitting next to your tia, who, uh, who 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 is rooting for the same boxer you are and is just as impassioned about the whole thing as she, as you are. It's about expecting and demanding more of 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 whatever's going on on the tube and and when when you don't get it to be able to appreciate all the subtle elements around it. So maybe it's not a savage fest. Maybe it's not a a uh, 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 ass whipping, but maybe it is a beautiful dance. Maybe it is a beautiful narrative going on in the background. Maybe it is just you being together, and thank God two guys decided to fight each other, and now you spend time with your family. So that's what I have to say uh, about the beauty of boxing. There's nothing, nothing I could add to that. Those, well said. Amen. That's a wrap. Go watch boxing. <laughs> Dude, so. Uh... HBO or Showtime um, like we should get some royalties for this type of promotion defenderse, pero no pudo detener la avalancha de golpes precisos que Julio César Chávez le mandaba para retener un brillante